straight from the 734. It's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Your chance to get in on the action. I can guarantee you it's one area of the building I won't be using because we all know how little time I'm spending in any weight room. A lot of crazy scenarios that can happen and need to happen for the defending MAC tournament champions. Uh, the assist numbers spoke for themselves. Looking forward to the trip down to Akron. Uh, sure, Akron. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all. Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. For the third time this week, we bring you a new edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Hey, everybody, I'm Alex Jewell, Greg Steiner, out at the MAC Swimming Championships today. That's why Tom Helmer is helping us out on this week's feature episode with head coach Stan Heath, the newest member of the Eastern Michigan Athletics Department and the person that will be taking men's basketball. The rain's over, hoping to take us over the top. He's back home, a great student athlete of the past, now ready to do it as a coach. So Tom, right on the other side of this break, stay tuned, listen in, enjoy, and Remember, we'll also have a much more extended edition of the interview next week on Monday for our regularly scheduled show where Greg and I will sit down with Coach Heath for well over 30 minutes. So we'll look forward to that. But for now, enjoy a short feature episode with Tom Helmer and Stan Heath. Be sure to download the Eastern Michigan Game Day app available in the App Store and Google Play. The EMU Athletics app features live video, real-time social streams, scoreboards, stats, and more. An entire app dedicated to Eastern Athletics. Download the EMU Athletics app today. Stan Heath, the new head basketball coach here at Eastern Michigan. First of all, congratulations, and congratulations on coming home. Well, hey, thanks. I'm I'm so excited. It's good to be back home. It's good to see so many friendly faces and guys I haven't seen in the past and uh, some of the relationships that were built here. And uh, this has been... Uh, you know, one of those uh, programs that had great success. And it's it hasn't been there recently. And I'm so excited to get it back there. That's where it belongs. And I feel like we've got a, a group of people, not just myself. It'll be a staff. It'll be the people who work at Eastern. It'll be Eastern Michigan. It'll be the community. They're all behind, all supporting, uh, getting Eastern Michigan basketball back to the top. When this job became available, how quick did your ears perk up and think, listen, here's a chance to go back to Ypsilanti? Well, you know, when you're in the profession, you hear rumblings, you hear, and but you never know until it happens. And then once it happened, um, my phone started ringing quite a bit from some of my teammates, some of the former players that came here, and uh, we talked about it. So my ears did perk up. It's always been, uh, really, you know, probably since 2001, it's always been something that's been on my mind. Um, I actually interviewed for the job briefly in 2001, and when I didn't get it, I was a little heartbroken, honestly. And so, you know, it still kind of sat with me like, hey, if that opportunity ever came, it was the right time. And this was the right time. Some of the other times, maybe it wasn't, but this was the right time. So it's just um, things happen for a reason. Timing is everything, and, and this was the right time. I heard a lot of great names during that press conference, George Gervin, Ben Braun, a lot of names came up. It's important to you that the history of Eastern Michigan come back into the fold, isn't it? Big, big. No, it's, I I just think that to, to get where you need to get, you need to understand the past. You need to understand the history. And I'm not sure um, the players have really been aware of 
this university in the basketball program, the greats, the George Gervins, the, um, you know, the Frank Cofields that was here today or Earl Boykins that was here, or Grant Long that I played with as well, too. And you can even go further back, uh, Earl Higgins that, that played here as well, too. There's so many guys. And so um, McIntosh. So I, I think part of this is, is, you know, bringing awareness to our players of, of the history, but also getting the history back here too, you know, getting the, getting those former players that, that are around that can get here, make them feel a part of it. You know, as you get, uh, you get older in your age, which I am, uh, your memories, your friendships, your relationships mean a lot to you. And even through this pandemic, those, those things like, you know, sometimes we start realizing like the connections that we've had, like you miss that cause you don't have it. I want to bring those connections back here. Now let's talk about the present. You got a team to build, uh, as far as recruiting, bringing in stuff to add to the core, do you feel like you're behind the eight ball, or, or how does that work now moving forward as we get into the fall? Yeah, I, I think recruiting is a is a process, and I don't think I'm behind. Um, I'm sure maybe there's some things that that maybe could have happened sooner that would have helped us, but there's a lot out there. Whether there's high school players, whether there's uh, players in the portal right now, the transfer mode, there are players available out there, and so it's a matter of us fi- figuring out who the right guys for us. And I don't have any doubt the we're going to find those guys. Uh, and at the same time, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go high risk and, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, we go after somebody and, and it's not the right fit. Fit is a big deal. So it's really important that we get it right. And if we don't get it right right now, we get it right next year, but it's a building, you know, it's brick by brick. Um, you know, I don't want to all of a sudden put together this roster and all of a sudden, uh, it doesn't fit well together. They don't play well together. The chemistry is not right. So it's important for us to get it right. And how hard is that to get that right? Because that seems like that would be a process that you got to kind of test out as you go along. You got a lot of experience, but when you when you jump into a program and you want to jumpstart it, how hard is it to get that chemistry right right out of the gate? Well, you know, you know, it's interesting. My 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 job for the last four years as a G League head coach our roster flips every year. That's just the nature of, of, of what we do. So I become very accustomed to that's what we do. And, and I'm not comparing us mm-hmm. to a Kentucky, but that's what they do. And, you know, pretty much I'll be very comfortable uh, doing that. I think a lot of it is the intel, the information, the background information you get on on people. And, and so part of that is evaluating their talent. Uh figuring out who's around their high school coach, their AAU coach, uh, people that have watched them play, people who know their character. So finding out as much intel, because it's not just how talented it is. It's, okay, does he, does he have work ethic? Mm-hmm. Okay, does he want to go to school? Does he want to graduate? Does he want to uh, do the right things? Is he going to treat people right? Because if all those other things don't you know, fit, no matter how good it is, it's not going to be a great combination for your team. When you pitch Ypsilanti, when you pitch Eastern Michigan, when a player's in the living room with you, what is what is your sales pitch as far as getting someone to come and be an Eastern Michigan Eagle? Well, I think I think the first thing we have to do is we have to keep the guys who are in the state of Michigan home. And we've got to really look at who's here in the state of Michigan, the city of Detroit, Flint, West Park State, whatever it may be. Uh, we've got to figure out the right guys that fit Eastern Michigan because we're in such a great location, you know, 30 minutes from Detroit or, you know, an hour or, or 30 minutes from La- or Flint or, you know, 45 minutes to an hour to Lansing, all those different things. So we have a great radius where there is a population of talented players, and we've got to look at those guys first. And then we can branch out to out-of-state guys or guys that maybe are from here that went to another school but want to come back home. I do think the times we're living in right now, 
I do feel like kids and families are really connected to closer locations to each other. You know, the distance of not being able to see each other, I think that's that's how I feel. So I would imagine as a parent, as a young man, like, I don't want to be too far away. At least I think that's a, a good a good number of people will think that way. So I think we've got a great opportunity uh, to attract quality student-athletes uh, that can have great success here, that lead to winning, uh, lead to success on and off the court. And that's our job, you know, to evaluate, to do our homework, uh, to sell the university. We've got a great arena. We've got great facilities here. We've got great people who work here. And I really focus on that. Uh, I work at, okay, this is what you have to get yourself where you need to be at athletically. This is what we have academically to get you what you need mm-hmm. academically. But more importantly, here are the people in place because the people make the program, the people around you who can help you and, and guide your path to where you need to get to. My ears perked up. I heard quick strike offense. I also heard we're done with the zone. It, fans are going to see a different brand of basketball out there. What are they going to see on the court come this next season? That's going to be the exciting part to to to, uh, to bring a pro style of basketball to to college, and especially at Eastern Michigan. Um, our offense is it's going to be fast paced. We all, we're going to always talk about pace and quick strike is the initial part of it where we get a rebound or make shot. We're looking for something. We're trying to put the defense on their heels. We're trying to score in six seconds or less if we can, um, and that can be lead to. Um, you know, an advanced pass layup. It could be a driving kick. It could be a quick three. Uh, it could be an over-the-top layup to a big running the floor. All those different things. But then we need to flow into offense, flow into different guys. So mm-hmm. if that's not there, what do we have next? Okay, going to a pick and roll, going to a post-up, uh, going to a driving kick, as I mentioned. So we flow into things free, free willing, and then we end the, we end our offense in what we call um, uh, like a flash game. So you, you'll see that. That'll be a different terminology, but. Offense will be fun. Um, you know, I like guys that um, that know how to play the right way. You know, if I have something good but somebody else else has something better, we're going to go with better. I like guys that, that understand, okay, offense is an equal opportunity. You know, we have we have to play with purpose, and we've got to understand who is who and what, they, what they're good at. So if I'm throwing the ball to Stan Heath and he's not a great shooter, but I just have turned down a good shot, and I'm a good shooter. That's not smart basketball. So right. we have to play with our with our with our heads. And if I'm Stan Heath and I'm an elite passer, I've got to make sure I use my role to the best of my ability to set up our big guys for layups and dunks and things like that. So we want to play to our strengths defensively. We're going to be a pressure oriented team. Uh, we're going to guard the basketball. We're going to help on defense. We're going to be disruptive. Uh, we're going to have great coverages and uh, great uh, recoveries whenever we get out of position. Uh, our fundamentals will be very strong. Uh, my defense has always been good. Um, there's no reason why I can't be one of the elite defensive teams in the league right away. And I've always believed if you defense, if your defense is good, you got a chance to win. Defense always finishes with rebounding. You can play great defense, but if you don't get the rebound, you just did all that work for naught. So uh, we'll always be a great rebounding team as well, too. You kind of pumped me up. I do have college basketball eligibility. My football's done, <laughs> but I do have college eligibility. So I'm kind of getting pumped up a little bit. But when people here say, well, Eastern's talking about winning now, Eastern's talking about being an NCAA tournament team, some people might be like, that sounds all and good, but th- th- there's still a lot of work to be done. Absolutely. Well, I, I think you have to have vision. You have to have goals. And I always say, why not? Right. You know, why not? Why, why can't we try to put together a roster? have development time with our team, prepare, 
and play to win. I mean, that's that's the goal. And, you know, to me, what I've learned over the years is as you're building your team, you're building your roster, sometimes things just come together. And it just happened to me. It just happened to me in the, in the G League. Like, our team was fighting away to get, get into the, uh, the playoffs. We were 9-6. and six, So we were, like, almost out of the playoffs. Then all of a sudden, lightning struck. We started building our defense. It got better. Our three-point shooting went up. Our chemistry went up. The energy level of our players went up. And that's what happens all the time. Teams catch lightning in a bottle. It happened to my Kent State team. We've actually started off with maybe, I don't know, like I want to say four and three or five and two, something like that. We didn't start off great. And all of a sudden, we won a game. We won another game. Then we won 20 game, one games in a row. So I've seen lightning strike. I, I had it with Tom Izzo. Lightning can strike, and that's that's what I'll tell our team. Like, hey, no matter what, we'll never get too high. We'll never get too low. We'll keep working to get better. And that's what it's all about, improving yourself. You talk about playing with a purpose. I like to eat with a purpose. Part of that's being on the road, you know, certain cities, what I'm going to eat. Uh, so that brings me to non-conference schedule. What's your philosophy on that? How do you want to schedule this team before they head into MAC play? Well, I think with, every, with scheduling, it's always about preparing your team for league play because ultimately we have to do well in the league in order to – uh, either win the, the MAC championship or the MAC championship tournament. Um, so we do need to have some challenging games. We need to have some competitive games, teams that we think have some similarities, some teams that maybe are viewed as, you know, power five type teams. So we need to have a couple of those. But we also need to, to understand where our team is and build confidence as we go along. So you, you never know how that plays off. I've, I've seen teams that sometimes you schedule these games and, and you think it's, oh, it's a weak schedule. Um, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, that team made the NCAA tournament. That team made the NCAA right. So sometimes you really don't know who you're scheduling, and especially with the way this transfer portal is. You know, you may look at a team right now of what you think, but they might not, might not be the same team later on. Where are you staffing-wise as far as assistant coaches are going to be on the bench next to you? Yeah, I haven't, I'm, I'm working on that. That's that's a priority number one for me right now. And um, uh, no final decisions, but I do have a short list of guys, and I think we're closing in on you know what's going to happen. But I do have backup plans as well too. But uh, I do want to have guys that have ties uh, to the Midwest, ties to Michigan. Uh, I want to have guys that that maybe have some experience uh, of recruiting at, at a mid to high level, so they they can attract or are comfortable recruiting guys that we feel take us to the top part of the Mac. Uh, the chemistry and the relationship with the staff is important. You know, at the end of the day, we all have to, we can disagree, we can agree, but we all have to leave the door or the office on the same page and work together to help our, st our student athletes. Final question, your thoughts on full court press, because your wife said you put it on her pretty hard when you guys were in college <laughs> together, and that's, that's how you got her. I have a very <laughs> strong full court press, but... I, I, I've, I've in the last 30 years, I've only used it once. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It worked. She's elated. She's happy. She said, uh, you, you've been over the moon with this coach. Congratulations on being home at Eastern Michigan. I, I, I can tell you for the fan base, we are pumped about this upcoming season. I'm so excited. I can't wait to talk to our fans and our former uh, athletes and get them back here. I right. appreciate it. Coach Stan Heath, head coach, of the Eastern Michigan Eagles.